You're listening to KZAALP Santa Barbara 96.5 FM Gaza. What's up? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing everything is great. Ay, ay. So do we have the North Carolina internet sensation on the radio station phone line right now? <laughs> yes, you do. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly so like coming down off an anxiety attack because the stupid phone line wasn't working and I had like calling people and like, so that's, but I'm good now. It's working and, and I'm good. <laughs> It's all to be expected. We're in a retrograde. <laughs> okay. It's normal. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. I'm going to have a lot of questions about that as <laughs> time goes on. Okay. So give me one second to let all the listeners know what's going on. So what's up to everybody listening live on the radio still? You're listening to KZAA LP 96.5 FM. And what's up to everyone streaming this episode on Spotify or Apple Music, wherever you're streaming it from. Thanks for listening. You just heard some jams that were requested by the seven-year-old son of my guest. Uh, that one from Bad Bunny, uh, Sylvester Weaver, and Nathaniel Cano, which those were all wonderful jams. And lots of people were surprised that someone so young had so much <laughs> had so much swag and so much good taste. Um, and I am now He's like... So much cooler than me. <laughs> I'm so honored and I'm so grateful and so happy to be joined by the mind and the force behind the Instagram page as Bill memes it. How are you doing today? Good, good. I just went and got a COVID test. I don't know if I have it or not, but been <laughs> feeling a little under the weather for the past couple days. But um, yeah, doing good. Hanging in there. Nice. Yeah, you don't sound as sick as you did like two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sent me that message. I was like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like the sexy Phoebe voice. It's like a friend's thing, but... There's like an episode where Phoebe gets sick and she has like a sexy voice. And that's how I felt. I was like, oh, I wish it was today. (laughs) (laughs) No, the raspy voice is honestly kind of cool. Like, I don't know when people I meet have raspy voices. I'm like, it's kind of cool to me. I don't know. They sound like Nas, the rapper or something. Yes, yes. I will never have a rap career unless I can figure (laughs) out how to be sick all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But yeah, thanks so much for calling in. Um, thanks for the request too, as well. Um, so yeah, we're gonna get into a bunch of stuff. Uh, we're live on the radio in California right now. Um, my first question is: Are you spiritually fit today? I am. I am. Dang, that's what's up. Good of, for you. Yes, I've been watching a lot of true crime, and it just made me want to get my act together. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever, wherever the inspiration or motivation needs to come from is is irrelevant. As long as you make it to the end point of feeling better, that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens for me is like today, I thought I was, I thought I was like pretty good. You know, I did my little thing in the morning. I'm like, all right, had a good day. But then what I notice is like when my reaction to a situation is like not calm and you know it's like not so tolerant or calm I'm like maybe I wasn't as spiritual as I thought I was when I got in here and the phone line wasn't working I completely fell apart and lost my mind (laughs) (laughs) that happens to me a lot all the time like I'll be I'll come like fresh from a meeting and then I'll be like driving home and I'll get like road rage and I'm like "Uh (laughs) uh-oh was I paying attention probably not (laughs) Um, and where exactly are you calling the radio station from? 
So I am about 30 minutes south of Raleigh, North Carolina. That's it's what's like up. kind of like rural North Carolina. It's, yeah, it's pretty obscure. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually really cool. Two weeks ago, I had a I had a guy, a friend on the show from a band that's from, I want to say Wilson. Is that a place there? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yes. So, so yeah, he was calling from Wilson, North Carolina. And, oh, um, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, there's actually like a really cool hardcore I actually cool hard know a guy there. in a metal band in Wilson, North Carolina. Oh, I bet you, I bet you they know, there can't be that many metal bands there. So. They must, they must. You'll I have to message friends. me the name of the band and I'll ask him. I will, yeah, yeah. It's Lurch with two U's. I'm pretty sure he mentioned that band, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. So the guitarist is like, he's teaching my seven-year-old, it's like, uh, guitarist which kind of explains the Sylvester Weaver song yeah. it's like one of his little guitar songs that he's learned but the guitarist from that band is uh, a neighbor and he he actually lent my son uh, a guitar that he's been playing it's really cute <laughs> that's so funny yeah at the end of yeah. that interview he dropped like all these North Carolina bands and we talked about bands from that area so I'm sure we did I just don't remember that's so oh, funny. That's funny what a small world Small world. Love when that happens. <laughs> um, okay, so I am not very well traveled um, due to many reasons that you probably understand. Like I couldn't leave the county and all kinds of stuff like that. <laughs> I was denied for passports year after year after year. Um, so I've never been to North Carolina. I don't know anything about it. So if you don't mind just giving us a little like tell us about North Carolina. Like what's it like living there? Um, yeah. what do you like so about I'm it? Actually, what do you dislike about it? I'm originally from Colorado. And, um, so I've only been here four years and I, every time that we get a chance to explore, we just go right to the beach because <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, you know, I'm like beach deprived my whole life <laughs> yeah. being in Colorado. Um, so we really haven't explored a lot. Um, I, I love it here. I love the weather. Um, but like, I don't know, it's just like a different bunch of people. Like I really miss like good Mexican food, which I've gotten good at cooking Mexican food since we moved here because you can't just like buy burritos in the parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta make your own. So, so yeah, it's, it's nice though. Like right now, um, everything is currently shut down because we're about to get a snowstorm. So like it's probably going to be like an inch of snow and the whole entire state is shut down, which is hilarious when you're from Colorado (laughs) and you walked to school in like two feet of snow. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. It's funny. I interviewed somebody from, uh, they're originally from LA and they've been living in Long Island for a few years. And they said the same thing about Mexican food. They're like, you can't just like find the nearest taco place and get good Mexican food. Like it's just, it doesn't happen on the East coast. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. But yeah, I've gotten good at cooking. I make um, like 30 tortillas a week for my family. Dang, you make them like (laughs) homemade tortillas? Yeah, yeah. Like that's not an exaggeration. Like 30 tortillas a week and then like a giant pot of green chili. It's like nobody out here even knows what green chili is. What? Yeah, like they've never heard of it. That's crazy. Well, I'm a California kid, so like that's like a staple, you know, but you got to start putting people on game. I know. I was like, I should have a food truck or something and just, I would call it Gringo Loca's Green Chili and just Oh, like, you already got it. You already have the idea mapped out. I do. And breakfast burritos that you can't get breakfast burritos out here either. 
That is wild to me. But I, I guess that's normal. That's normal for people that grew up there, you know? Yes. And everything's biscuits. That's the that's their version. Like the North Carolina version is biscuits. You could get a really if you're into biscuits, North Carolina's the place for you. you there's a biscuit place on every block. So <laughs> I don't like biscuits, but if you do, <laughs> it's it's great. <laughs> that makes sense. So yeah, like if people rolled out to California, they'd be like, yo, there's no biscuits out. Because there's really not like I yeah. mean, you can get like biscuits and gravy at like a place to like a breakfast place, but there's it's not like a regular thing, you know? Exactly. And barbecue. There's Carolina barbecue, which is like really vinegary barbecue. That's pretty good. That's like a, another like big thing here. Nice. I can't believe yeah. you make your own tortillas. That's so sick. You should start. I you do. should start posting that. I know. I do. I make a whole bunch, and um, I I don't I don't really know how much one batch makes because my husband and my kids will just grab them and eat them as I'm like rolling them <laughs> out and like putting like cooking them. Like as soon as they come off, they're just taking them off the plate. But it's cute. It feels my my husband is uh, Mexican and Puerto Rican, and nice. Um, I just like that my kids grow up with tortilla, you know, fresh tortillas in their house. It's important for them. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what's up. Um, so you said you did you did you were you like born and raised Colorado, like lived there your whole life before you yeah, moved? Outside? Yep. What part of what city? So I'm from a place called Greeley, which is like an hour north of Denver. Okay. Um, and I yeah, so Greeley was actually featured on an episode of South Park. Yes, that's awesome. Um, making fun of it. <laughs> Still awesome. Like, yeah, like the kids like go and they play baseball against a team from Greeley, and it says like there's a sign that says "Welcome to Greeley, the exact opposite of Hawaii," and that's exactly <laughs> what. It is. That's so funny. Shout out to yeah, South Park. And shout out to Greeley, the smelliest place in Colorado. But if you're from there, you can't smell it. I can't smell it. So nice. Yeah. Last summer, I actually spent some. Last summer, I went to uh, Boulder, like right outside of Boulder, to like a nice. little place called Netherland. And um, oh, yeah. yeah, I yeah, Colorado's beautiful. I've um, been there a few times in my life. It's an awesome place. It is. It Weren't is. They I miss the first a lot of it. State to legalize weed, or was that Washington? I think we were the first. Damn. Yeah, I think we were. Yeah, like my, it's crazy. Yeah, that's one thing that's that's rough for anybody out here who smokes because you know it's not legal and like I, you forget. So like we have like <laughs> you know guests come up or whatever, and <laughs> it's like oh oh yeah, we can't just go to the store and buy that here. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, man, North Carolina needs to catch up. In California, you can get arrested with like a half ounce of heroin, and they just write you a ticket and yeah sight and release you it's crazy yeah it's a ticket here too if you if you have uh weed but yeah but it's not legal definitely dang all right well thank you for for shedding some light on north carolina oh my last question is it true that country music is like super popping in north carolina it is yeah that's like the main thing it's just i mean it's so it's it's such a weird place because it's like the south but it's also a little bit like Tennessee vibes. It's also like a little bit East Coast. Like beat is almost like beach vibes. But the best way to describe it is it's called down east. So it's okay. like, yes, it's the east. but And it's down, but it's not like south. <laughs> they call it down east. And when I heard that, I was like, that's the best way to categorize it. It's such a hybrid. And there's like so many really cool communities around here too. Like it's not all just like 
country and barbecue like yeah. there's a, there's a lot of culture here there's a lot of like there's like cool like little mountain towns and stuff and yeah it's it's neat it's a neat state that's awesome that's awesome um okay so we so thank you again so much like for for coming on the show i sent you a message a while ago i've been following your page for a while it's freaking hilarious like it's up there with all the awesome recovery meme pages and so I just started following it because I thought it was funny and I sent you a message like I was honestly like jokingly sarcastic sarcastically just like hitting you up and I did not think that you would even see it or reply so the fact that (laughs) we're on the radio talking right now is so cool um and that connection was made through Instagram. And like, I, I don't have any other social media. I just have an Instagram page for the radio show and it's like pretty low key. And, um, I think it's really funny. Like Instagram is hilarious. Um, I think there's a lot of really cool things about it, but I can also see like how, you know, obviously like the social media effect on people is extremely negative in a lot of ways. But as somebody who's like pretty involved in it, I kind of just wanted to get your take on like what you what is your take on social media, like pros and cons um, or whatever you can say about that. Yeah, Yeah, I would say so for me, it's really been nothing but a good thing because I, uh, you know, came into this kind of space um, like already having like a good sense of like boundaries and like cause and effect and what I want, you know, what my intentions are. And um, really, like, I have found that with a lot of things in my life that if I look at look at it as um, like service work and an opportunity to, you know, connect with others or like provide, you know, just be useful to other people, then my experience on Instagram is great. If I'm ever like trying to seek um, approval or like, I don't know, or sway opinions or just like metal, then, um, then that's when things start to go sour. But as far as like my experience goes, because of the way I'm very intentional about, um, you know, not really caring about followers or I don't know, just like any of the negative aspects of it that you can get mixed up into. It's really been nothing but like a great way to connect with other people and like, feel a sense of community like worldwide because you know like you're part of a community when you are you know a person in recovery you know there's a lot of people around you that are similar and have you know similar experiences but you can't necessarily like find a lot of them and communicate with them and I think the internet makes that possible definitely like having um my page like I just get to talk to all kinds of cool people and um kind of match people together if there's someone you know somebody needs something or whatever so it's just been it's been nothing but positive for for me personally yeah no that's that's so cool I've definitely seen like you connecting people and helping people in that way um which is amazing um face to face or modem to modem (laughs) (laughs) um you know that's that's so cool um and I, I love that you, you know, talked about going into it with a good awareness of what you want to do and what you don't want to do. Cause you know, people can, you know, I can imagine somebody going into something like that with the wrong motives and just, it can be like self-destructing, you know, especially if yes. you get a, t- a lot of attention and you have like a platform like that, it can, I can see that imploding really easily. So that's, that's awesome. That's sure. so cool that you were, that you are able to 
manage it that way. Um, okay. So there's like, <laughs> there's so many funny recovery meme pages. On I'm just <laughs> laughing. Cause I'm just thinking about like dank recovery memes and, um, Oh my God. I can't even like the fentanyl fish sticks, whatever that one is. There's just like so yeah. many of them, uh, sarcastic AA humor, um, and they're just like so on point, like so <laughs> relatable. I just see some of this stuff and I'm like, oh my God, the person writing this like knows exactly how our minds work. You know, it's yes. just, it's so amazing. Um, so I wanted to ask you, like, how did you become inspired to, uh, do as Bill memes it? And, uh, when did it start? Oh yeah. I think I started, I think my first one was like like January of 2020, I'm pretty sure. Um, and basically I had, it was, oh yeah, it, it was exactly, I know it was that year because it's the year that, um, this person had like written this opinion piece that was put in the New York times kind of talking about like step recovery and, uh, referring to like its flaws and, um, offering up her own, like, recovery program that's like paid and she has like a book and everything like that <laughs> and it caused a lot of waves in like our little quarter of the world mm -hmm. and I had somehow like I think I had messaged one of the accounts I think I had just reached out to um Brutal Recovery who mm -hmm. is amazing yeah. she lives she's <laughs> Scottish she's so cool and like just kind of probably the same experience you had like I didn't expect her to like write like see it or write back but she did and then before you know it, I was like in a group chat with her and like a couple of the other um, admin, like meme admins. And everyone was kind of like small, like Loki at that point. And um, I had like made a meme and I was like, haha, I should be one of you guys or something dumb like that. And they were like, yeah. no, just start your own account. And I was like, wait, yeah, I guess I could just do that. So I did. And um, yeah, I just like just went from there and yeah as long as I'm not striving for anything it's yeah. just all fine and yeah it's good it's been awesome that's so cool um so <laughs> sorry I was just like I was going through the of course like I don't have good service in here so I can't I'm trying to pull up um I'm trying to pull up like some of the ones you posted that you've made, but um, they're just so funny to me. All of them are. <laughs> so do you make every single meme that goes up on the page? Yeah, I don't That's so know sick. if I've That's awesome. shared. I might have shared like someone else's once or twice. I don't know. But yeah, it's all, it should just be all original. They call it OC, original content. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> so, are so dumb. It makes the only OC so I know is Oxycontin. So that'll, I'll be yeah, <laughs> trying I know. to, I think about that every time. <laughs> I'll try to replace my, that with original all, content. All OC 80s. <laughs> oh my God. Those were the days. Um, so do you, oh, what, what, uh, what like program do you use to make, to make the memes like Canva or? <laughs> Okay, so there's this app called Mematic, and it's not like there's a free version and a paid version. Okay. And like the paid version is like, I don't know, like $20 or something for the year. And it's good because you can like um, add your text and stuff. And then if you don't pay for the free version, there's like a watermark that's annoying to take off. And like if you want to put your own watermark on it, like you, it, you have to do like a couple steps. And I like, I'm too cheap to pay for 
I've been using like the free version of that. And there's another one called Pixar that I use if I need to like Photoshop an image, you know, in some way. Yeah. And um, yeah, as I was like, I think I was talking. Oh, yeah. I was like doing like a video like chat thing um, with brutal recovery. And she was like, you know, what grinds my gears is when people like just like have they use me and they are too cheap to pay for it. And they like, well, you know, you can see the watermark on there. And I was like, that's so funny. Like I use the free version and I crop it out. I crop that watermark out. It's such a pain in the ass. And I like won't pay for it. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I mean, it really if it's 20 bucks a year, that's like 80 cents a month. It's nothing. It's I think you nothing. need to level up. I know it's so stupid <laughs> but I mean your your posts are I mean like it's you know it doesn't really it doesn't really take that much like editing and like your the the text is like so funny and so on point like I feel like it's totally fine how it is like I've never noticed anything yeah, it's more I, about I the content you know yeah, I go to great lengths to crop it out and everything. So you can't you can't tell that that's what's happening. But it takes like two or three extra steps. And I'm like, I'm saving myself 10 cents right now. <laughs> that's what's up, though. <laughs> Ride with it. You know, I respect that. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> um, no, that's awesome. And so, yeah, well, I think the the artwork and the editing is fine how it is. Don't let people take you. You, don't let people drag you down. <laughs> it will never. <laughs> um so I was okay. So I was going to pick my favorite memes from the page, but there's like so many I couldn't even like I was going to like screenshot them all and like read some of them. But like, I don't know. I don't I feel like if anybody listening, just go follow the page at um, as Bill memes it, which is a great which is a great name of the page, first of all. Um, yeah, it's like an inside joke for for people that know what it is. But yeah. <laughs> yes, anybody who knows knows. Um, but just go follow the page and like just scroll down and like if you're in recovery, you'll laugh. I promise. Um, so the <laughs> the one I did pick out to mention, which is I don't know, it's definitely probably not the funniest one, but there's one that you posted. It was like a while ago, and it's like this dude, and he's got like I I want to say it's like he's got like a piercing in his nose. And then there's like a cigarette, like a lit cigarette going through his nose. And then there's a girl like smoking the cigarette. That was so then, long ago. And then the caption, <laughs> the caption is tag your rehab romance. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> I saw that one last night. And like the picture itself is hilarious because they're all like tatted up and like, you know, it's like it's this, literally what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so on point. And then it's just so simple. It's like tag your rehab romance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like nine times out of 10, I'll just like come across like an image like that. And it'll just like, I'll just think of something like it doesn't work like the other way. Like I'll think of something and then find an image. I'll just like find an image and then like add some sort of text like that. And that was, that's a good example of that scenario. <laughs> no, it's perfect. Um, and, you know, for it's so funny because for out like people outside looking in probably would not understand like a rehab romance. So <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if you want to I don't know if you were in rehab ever or anything, but if you maybe want to if you have anything to say about a rehab romance, this is just no, a question okay, I so thought actually, of. Actually, <laughs> I so I've been married to my husband for 10 years um, and I've been sober for four and a half. So I didn't, thank you. I did not, um, I did not have any of that experience. 
Um, I was institutionalized in Phoenix after assaulting an officer of the law <laughs> before Street I got sober. I know. It was an airport cop, so it's only partial credit, unfortunately. But um... <laughs> were, you, were you drunk? But... Oh, yeah. So sick. That's awesome. <laughs> among, among so many other things. It was oh, so bad. Man. So bad. Um, yeah, so I was, uh, I was taken to a, a psych ward instead of jail, which is definitely like a white privilege thing. And I talk about that a lot on my account, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was taken to uh, uh, urgent psychiatric care. They uh, held on to me for a few days. I was, I had um, a blood alcohol percentage of 0.33, which is my lucky number, 33. <laughs> so I, nice. I was like, oh, you had a score. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, that was that was definitely like rock bottom. And I had already been trying to get sober you know clean and sober for a few months before that <clears throat> no probably like one month before that and then it took me like a few more months after that to really make it stick but yeah that's that's my experience <laughs> I had that's my own I didn't go to rehab um I had my my kids were one and two um when I got sober so I really like didn't want to leave them and I absolutely respect, you know, any whatever anyone needs to do to get sober. But that just wasn't my my story. Yeah, for sure. Well, it worked. So congratulations on your. Um, you, you said four and a half years, right? Yeah, four nice. and a half. Gonna hit the big five. Nice even number. <laughs> the five is a big deal. Like that one felt really like accomplishing to me. Yeah. I'll be hitting seven. Okay, so check this out. Danny Trejo and I have our clean date is one day apart oh my gosh <laughs> Isn't that, that's like the coolest thing in the world <laughs> i know oh, way cool. except like i was zooming with him and we were just we were talking about like prison reform and stuff and then i was like yeah i was like yeah i'm coming up on uh i'll be i, I can't remember when that was i think i was coming up on six years or some last year seven years this year and and I, he's like oh yeah when 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 are you you know he talks like that That's just a good Danny Trejo impression yeah he talks like that <laughs> normally like I thought he yes. was gonna answer and just be like and he and like from the gate he's like hey what's going on every, yes. every good yeah. thing yeah. in my life Chevy comes boy. from helping other people <laughs> I was like, yes oh, yeah. oh god he's the best An I know angel on this earth I know and then he was I he said uh I told him August 22nd he's like oh I'll be celebrating 53 years on August 23rd. I was like, dude, that's like, he's so insane. 53 years. I saw no. him. Um, I saw him speak on uh, Thanksgiving this year. It was so cool. It, he's just like one of a kind, yeah. like absolutely an icon. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to get him in touch. I'm going to, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to just be persistent. I'll with die. His, I almost don't people. think you should because I'll die. Like I will <laughs> fall over and die. <laughs> No, he's so cool. He's such like the coolest, chillest, like, you know, like when you meet somebody like that, you, you don't know what to expect. And he was like asking me questions about my life. Like he was interested in knowing about like who I was and what I was doing. And I was just oh like, God. this guy is like the like people don't like regular people don't do this, let alone like yes. Danny Trejo, you know? Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, I've heard nothing but great things about him. I've heard that he, uh, like, I've heard him like make jokes about liking blondes, and I'm like, oh my gosh! Oh my Danny. god! I'm getting, I'm, I'm bridging the gap. I'm gonna do it. 
I'm staying in touch with you. I'm going to be persistent. I feel like I'll be, I'll get a breakthrough eventually. He's, I was watching the book of Boba Fett, the new star Wars thing last night. And then he rolls up as like the, he's like one of the guest dudes. Like he just pulls up with this giant creature on a platform and I was like, yes. oh my God, it's Danny Trejo. <laughs> it's so random. Uh, I, I wanted, I've been wanting to make an account that's like just Danny Trejo memes. <laughs> like, just that. It, 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 there's such a wealth of images because he's been in so much weird crap. <laughs> and I then know. his pictures from his personal life are awesome too. Like, I've gone way, I've, I've creeped on him way more than I should probably <laughs> discuss. It's <laughs> all good. Um, okay, so. Let's see. Where am I? Where are we at? We're at five. Okay, five or three. We're good on time. I always have to be mindful of time because I, when I'm having a good conversation and stuff, I lose track of time. Um, totally. So, you definitely post a lot. Uh, I won't say a lot, but you post about your life on social media, like on your story. Um, yeah. I'm just wondering. Like, I guess we already kind of talked about this, but do you ever? I guess maybe I'll ask your opinion on this as somebody who's involved in Instagram and stuff. You know, I see people on Instagram and they're literally like from the time they wake up to like all the time they're posting videos of themselves and what they're doing. And they're like, oh, my God, I stubbed my toe. Like, I'm going to do all these (laughs) stories about it. And it's just I kind of trip out on it because I'm like, do these people ever have a time where they're like not next to their phone and they're not like video, like taking videos of themselves? Like, especially like the food people, like they're videoing themselves when they're out to eat, when they're eating at home, when they're cooking at home, when they're cooking at their friend's house. Like, so I wonder if, I I don't think you really have like any, that doesn't affect you in that way, but maybe if you just have an opinion about people that do that, because I think it's kind of crazy, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it just depends on how your life is structured. Like I know that like on days when I'm like very heavy, like in my stories and I will do that. Like I will have days where I like have like 30 like random <laughs> stuff posted to my stories. And um, on those days, those are the days that my kids are like, mom, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, so I really like, cause I, I, uh, homeschool my kids I like unschool them so they're with me all the time and yeah we just they're like little self-led learners that's why they're so super cool because they just like have time to like be humans and just explore what they want to explore but um but yeah I just it, it is time consuming and I have to watch it with my account because like for me like to make sure that I'm staying, you know, being in service to other people. I check my DMs and I'm responding and I'm like sending meeting lists to people and whatever. So that takes a portion of my day and I have to be mindful of like what I'm doing with the rest of that online time. Um, And like, I've been like, Oh, I should start a TikTok. I should do a Twitter. And I'm like, no, I do not have time for that. Just because like the way that I want to use it is not just like post and like peace out. Like I like to like engage and like build community. That's really important to me. And cause I get so much out of it. And if I'm not putting stuff back in, I know I don't get to keep what I get out of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's, it's called, like I call someone taught me the phrase extremely online, like (laughs) capital E capital O extremely online Damn, and you're dropping all these cool acronyms like <laughs> yes yeah no this is just like stuff that you see when you are extremely online but, yeah um yeah I don't know I I've seen people that like live their lives like that and I think it's like understandable because 
you know, if that's where your friends are, and that's where the excitement is, and that's where the engagement is for you, like, of course, you're going to spend a lot of time there. But it's never good for your mind, body or soul to be like, yeah. logged on that much, in my opinion. And I don't know, it's, there's people that it's like their, their livelihood. And like, this past like few days when I've been like, not feeling good, I'm like, thank God, I have no actual, like, monetary obligation or whatever to be online because that would be very, a lot of pressure for sure it's like yeah. very yeah it would be really hard for me to like have to be sucked out of like resting or just like being with my family or whatever and feel obligated to be on so it's yeah. it's a lot of work and if people are making money or whatever from it more power to them because it, it does take a lot of time and effort yeah, no, I, I agree with you for sure. And and I think definitely like, especially now that you've created such a cool thing and it's so centered on like your one page, like you wouldn't want to spread yourself out too much where you're like checking Twitter and checking all these things. And like, yeah. you know, it's just, it's cool to have it all centered in one place and have such like a, a you know, a core group of people. Well, lots of people following it. Um, but yeah, I guess I'm also, I'm just like, it's a very, I have like a very neutral perception. Like I'm just more like fascinated by those people. I'm just like, wow, like yeah. that's crazy, you know, like, but that's, that's what it is. Um, okay. This next, this is, this is a good thing. Cause I've seen a lot of stuff about this. So I'm really interested to ask your opinion about it. So like, I've been sober for a good amount of, like I've been sober for almost seven years. Uh, I'm super confident in recovery. Like I've worked in treatment for five years. Um, you know, I'm like, graduated college I'm working on my BA like I've, I've done a lot of really cool things I've been around recovery a lot um yeah. and so like it especially working in treatment like the overly sarcastic really dark and edgy recovery humor like that makes me and my coworkers like die laughing <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. and we're like we've all been you know they've been clean for a while like and so we're just like we just crack up about it we're like oh my god this is like amazing and it, it kind of keeps it light um I've seen people that respond really negatively to certain like memes or or recovery pages um and I kind of just you know what do you kind of want to know like your opinion about how portraying the illness in this way like what do you you know obviously we've talked about that but just kind of like sobriety in our lives portraying it in this manner of humor like what do you think about that and also what what why do you think it's so attractive to people like us Oh, that's such a good question because there was definitely a time in my recovery where I didn't find that stuff funny and like yeah. I would have been like horrified by jokes about it. Um, sure. Yeah. What I have to zoom out and focus on is that like, you know, addiction's a disease and someone's going to have it whether there's funny jokes about it or not. <laughs> so it's like we might as well, yeah. you know, have some levity along the way. Um, I, my, like, one little, like, stepping outside of my, like, bubble, like, I, I have to, I'm careful with opinions, because, like, my opinions usually get me into, like, fights, which get me into resentments, <laughs> so I, like, I just shouldn't, I don't like to argue, yep. um, well, I do, but I, like, knew that I shouldn't be arguing, <laughs> exactly, yeah, <laughs> but, um, my, my, tough thing is when it goes into the realm of making people feel like there's certain aspects of recovery or programs or whatever that they're going to be made fun of or um, excluded or in danger in any way and I think there's like a whole world of like sobriety or you know recovery memes that 
I kind of just don't delve into because a lot of it is based on like making fun of, you know, people who are wearing a hope dealer shirt or like, like I have no opinion on, you know, medically assisted, um, recovery, you know, um, like the suboxone and stuff. I'm like, I have, I have no opinion on that. And that seems to be like a major point for a lot of recovery pages. And I used to get like worked up about it. And now I'm just like, you know what, that's, that is helping somebody have a laugh right now and find, you know, helping somebody find community or whatever. And if somebody, you know, feels excluded by that or whatever, like they can maybe come find my page or I'm not like that. And that there's, you know, there's something for, there's a place for everybody and everyone can have their own account, say whatever the heck they want. And, you know, I don't, I used to be like, I would like get on like message people be like you're being transphobic or like can you imagine how many people are not trying a recovery program right now because they think that they're going to be laughed at like I would like try to get in people's business like that now people do that to me and I'm like oh sweetie (laughs) shots fired (laughs) yeah yeah like I mean I understand I, I understand both sides of it and I try to just have a good sense of humor, even if it's not like a joke that I agree with. For so sure. That's been a, a learning curve for sure. Yeah. Your page is so cool. Cause I feel like it focuses a lot more on just like the personality or like the characteristics of a person and the thinking and the thought process behind a person. Like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I see that a lot. It's more like, I see a lot more about like, you know, my like whacked out ideas about a situation or a relationship or like, you know what I mean? It's more about like the thought process and the personality behind the way that we think some, or at least like sometimes I see something and I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God, I relate to that. That's a really like sick way of thinking about a situation. (laughs) But it's like so true, you know? No, it sometimes it shows you what you don't want to go back to. Yeah. That's important too. Yeah, Yeah. I'll be like, damn, I can't believe I actually like, I'm like, I'm like, wow, that's intense. And I'm like, oh, wait, I've actually done that before. <laughs> like, yeah, that's literally how my brain works. <laughs> Crazy. And it could go back to that at any time if I don't, you know, stay vigilant. It's for wild. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for, um, thank you for sharing that. Okay. So, um, in recovery for those people who like are listening that aren't in recovery, um, and I explain this to, like to my clients all the time and, you know, people that are like, you need to stop using nicotine. I'm like, okay. One, I'm not sticking a needle in my arm anymore. So like this isn't, I know this isn't good, like that I like to vape sometimes, but like it also could be a lot worse and I'm not using that as a cop out, but like get off my back for using nicotine, please. (laughs) Um, But, you know, we, or I like to use things that still make me feel good because I like to feel good. I'm drawn to that. So like caffeine, nicotine, food, Mm -hmm. sex, you know, relationships, those things all make us feel good and I'm not going to end up living under a bridge again because I drink coffee too much. Like this is not going to (laughs) happen. Um, okay. So the reason I bring that up is because you, I want to talk to you about pre-workout. So like, (laughs) (laughs) no, 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 this is so good to talk about. This is great. So, okay. One, like working in, working in treatment, like people go ham with pre-workout sometimes where I'm like, yo, you need to like we're going to like take that away from you. You You need to to go sit down and think for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, 
I don't know. It was like a few weeks ago you posted that thing and you were like holding the pre-workout. Thing. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, it's so awesome. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. Like, do you, do you just take pre-workout like just to like get energy or are you like working out or like if you, you don't no, have I to do. answer I that. Love- but- no, that's fine. No, I love working out. Like I'm like, I love to like lift and stuff. And like lately I've been doing all these home projects. So I haven't been going to the gym. And I've also been, I'm like at this point where I'm like coffee kind of makes my stomach hurt. Like, I think I like fucked that one. Oh my gosh. Oh no. I think I messed that one up for myself. Yeah. And, um, no worries. And, um, oh no, it's all good. We're good. <laughs> so I think I messed that one up for myself. And, um, so I'm like, well, you know, pre-workout is just like basically a Red Bull with some like uh. added, you know, <laughs> creatine, you, you know, like a big energy drink. They call it an energy drink, but it's like what you should be taking for your lifting weights, like yeah. creatine if you're not going to lift weights. I don't understand. But yeah, it's one of those things that like it's like anything like like Oreos or like anything that I know that I'm doing to excess or I'm doing to change how I feel or whatever like I have to assess that and like be honest about it and like pre-workout you know I've never been tempted to like take so much that I like (laughs) consider selling my wedding ring (laughs) to get more (laughs) pre-workout and like you know Oreos like it's never gotten to the point where I'm like hiding well I do hide them from my kids but you know like hide you know stashing them places or whatever because people you can people can abuse anything yeah, right I like, shouldn't be laughing so much because that is a serious problem for people like with yeah and I feel bad because I joke stuff. about I really joke about sugar a lot on my account and I'm like I do have like overeaters you know overeater program people that follow yeah. me and like it is a situation like and food can be very destructive in people's lives and it's like it's just one of those things that you have to think about, like, you know, for some people, like, sex and relationships are are an addictive and really um, negative thing in their lives. And, like, it doesn't mean that nobody should, like, have sex or be in a relationship like everybody else. You know, it's it's such a fine line. And I think a lot of, like, the, the black and white, like... Um, like throw down the gavel thing is really to save newcomers who are, you know, just coming into sobriety and they're really good at, you know, fooling themselves and they need this like very like strict, you know, thing of like, this is not okay. This is okay. And, you know, I completely, you know, understand wherever anyone's coming from. But for me, I don't know. There are things like caffeine, um, pre-workout or whatever that somebody else would probably be like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's just I just have to let it go and you know I, I try to be honest with myself and yeah. keep in touch with my own like higher consciousness there yeah for sure yeah no I <clears throat> I so I've taken pre-workout I mean I've taken it like a good amount in the past but um I, I mean, I'm like, I'm a heroin addict. So like, I mean, I did a lot of meth and like, you know, I, I smoked a lot of crack. And so like, I definitely, I like that feeling, but it's not really my jam, you know? So 
the first couple of times I took pre-workout, I was like a couple months sober and I was like, oh my God, like I felt so <laughs> uncomfortable. Like I felt, cause, cause you know, I was like the people in like the, the treatment center I was at, they obviously had like the high, like the like strongest ones possible, you know? And so like I would take it and work out and then still just feel like I was tweaking. And so I kind of like stepped away from it and, um, I still will take, I, so I bought this like all natural one cause I'm scared of like the C4 ones cause they just Is like. Is it Vegasport? Did you get Vegasport? No, it's, it's, it's by a similar brand. Um, mm-hmm. It's not, I, I've tried the Vega, or is it Vega? I thought it was Vega. I don't know how to say it. Okay. Yeah, but Anyways, that I've, I've tried that one before and it was kind of like not strong enough for me. So I like mm-hmm. looked at um, the, this one next to it and it was like the caffeine was from like tea leaves. So I was oh, like, yeah. all right, you know, it can't be. So that one's like, okay, but I only do like a quarter scoop and I'll like go for a run or something. Um but yeah, it kind of just trips me out. I don't know. Sometimes I like low key kind of feel like I'm on speed. You know what I mean? Like- yeah. No, you have to like pay attention to that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Like sometimes I like I take like Flonase for my allergies and I'm like, nice. oh no. <laughs> or <laughs> Afrin. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, Afrin. I had some of that recently. And yeah. I was like, ah. yeah. like you can your nose can get addicted to Afrin. That's actually no a doubt. Thing. Yeah, no doubt. It's totally true. But Yeah, it's just, like, anything, and it's so crazy, like, after you get some time to, like, have your, like, have a clear head about, um, like, the way things influence your mind and body, like, you can start to be like, oh, I actually don't like that feeling, whereas, like, yeah, before I would, like, have that, like, jittery, crazy feeling and be like, yes, I'm not feeling my normal feelings (laughs) right now, I'll just, like, shake my way through my whole day, like, not feeling good and feeling like that personal to, like, baseline you know for sure so yeah it's just it's a journey yeah everything before was like anything to get me out of reality like I don't care what it is yeah Yeah, and now it's totally like I'm totally with you it's like oh if I don't you know I don't if I don't want to feel out of the norm then I don't then I won't wow that's crazy to even say that like like, wow um so weird but yeah, okay. Thanks for talking about that. Okay, I want to give you. I want to give some time to highlight your home decor skills because oh, your whole okay. DIY game, the whole it's it's cracking for sure. I've seen all the stuff you've done. <laughs> um, so I wanted to ask you, um, like, how you got started into doing those kinds of projects. Oh, it's because I'm extremely cheap. That's how. <laughs> oh come on. Okay. <laughs> No, I just, um, I, I don't know. I'm like a very artistic person. So like, I love to like paint and draw and stuff. And, um, like my home is kind of like an extension of that. Like I like things to like look nice and like, like colors and patterns to like, you know, be like visually pleasing. It's just kind of like a, like an artistic kind of outlet, I guess. And I think that's another thing about being, like, on Instagram is, like, you see, like, everyone else's, like, cute stuff and you want cute stuff, too. But that's not necessarily, like, a bad thing because, like, you know, caring for your space is, like, self-care, you know? For sure, yeah. Like, if if I have, like, my room just so, like, I'm more likely to get up and, like, make my bed and, you know, have my little morning routine and that's, like, healthy things to do. Yeah, very important, And investing for sure. in your space is a healthy thing to do. And so, um yeah so with the home improvement stuff I don't know I just I love like 
you know, you can figure out how to do anything on you just like looking on YouTube. It's so cool. Like you can figure out how to install a light fixture or like, you know, put crown molding in your house. It's just, you ha- there's just so many resources now. Like you can just, no matter what, like kind of brain you have, like whether you're mathematical or artistic or whatever, like you can figure it out. Like it's just, it's just literally about doing it like step by step and not being in a hurry, which is neither of those things are my forte, but yeah, <laughs> it's been, it's been uh, good for my patients. Home projects have been good for my patients. For sure. I love like, <laughs> I love how you track it on your story too, where it's just like step by step. <laughs> One of the coolest <laughs> things you do is, is like how you post like a bunch of like text boxes, you know, it's like, do, 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 following all of them. And, uh, it's like the play by plays through your stories for your projects are super cool to follow. Um, like, the hand, like the hand done floor, like the floor design thing you did recently, like was so sick. It was, I, oh, I you. couldn't believe like, stencils. yeah, the stencil, like I, I don't remember if you did like kind of like a little before or after thing, but I did a during when I was like, why am I doing this? I'm so impatient. Why am I stenciling? <laughs> it looks so cool though. Like I looked at it and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that's like hand done. And then, um, yeah, it's so cool um and so my last question about that is like so you know obviously it's a little stressful and you're and also shout out to you for like teaching yourself how to do something like that's such such a cool feeling I taught myself how to surf during the pandemic um I'm still learning but I was like you know because I live right by the ocean so um and I always feel really cool about that like I just you know got a surfboard and I was like I'm just gonna go out and like go in the ocean and try and figure this out um So, but through all that, like when you're, um, when you see the finished product, like, is it, is it worth it to you? Like, do you feel like, hell yeah, I'm glad I did this. Oh yeah. No, it's so great. And that's definitely like one of the gifts of recovery. It's like, um, like having the courage to like do something that I'm not really good at yet because like my, that's kind of been like a theme in my life is like not wanting to try something if I think I might fail and um now like I know that it's not a big deal if I fail and as long as I'm learning and it's okay if things aren't perfect you know (laughs) like those are all like things that like a person with like healthy development or whatever probably already knows (laughs) like which is such a funny (laughs) thing in recovery like we like applaud ourselves for stuff that's like normal (laughs) I know (laughs) that's okay it's good it is good but yeah that's one thing that like you know, the home improvement stuff has taught me is like, I can get better at things or I can fail and like, keep going and, you know, or have the courage to start something if I'm not sure what the end result is going to be, like learning to surf, you know, just, yeah. just, or having the courage to be like bad at something for a little while. Um, yeah. That's something that's just like all recovery and just like having a good attitude through the ups and downs of stuff. Yeah, I like so doing home projects has totally been like just a little um, like microcosm of that. Just like I'm sure learning to surf was, you know, just piece by piece and like trusting that the next day things will go a little bit better, you know, for sure. Yeah. And just, you know, in the past, like always being so consumed by fear and what other people are going to think and like paralyzed, like I'm not going to do anything 
that I may fail at and other people might think differently about me and I'm just going to yes. like avoid everything, you know? <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's like, I mean, I still kind of do that thing. sometimes. But <laughs> yeah. I, and it's so weird. Like being really concerned with what other people think is like so common for people that suffer from, you know, addiction yeah. and which is weird because it's like, you know, other people don't think very highly. <laughs> I know. But yet here we are. <laughs> For sure. Yep. Um, okay. We'll take the last amount of time for you to, for you to convince me about, or not, maybe not convince me cause I'm not unconvinced, but maybe just like put me on game to, um, some astrology stuff. So first oh, yeah. I want to give a shout out to my friend Thea. She's in, uh, she's in Aries. Did I say it right? <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So she's going to, she couldn't listen to the interview because she's donating blood right now. She's that awesome. Um, Gosh. But, wow. Um, Love her already. Yeah. She's going to, she's, she's totally like, you know, retrograde. Like that's her jam. Um, so she told me to tell you that she's an Aries. So, um, and she loves your, she, she loves your page as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so yeah, like. Maybe just like a, I don't know if you could even do like a quick overview, but kind of like, what does, what does it mean to you and how do you think it's useful? Oh yeah. Okay. So that's a really good one. Um, so for me, it's like <laughs> on the shadow side, it's a way for me to like indulge in myself. Cause I'm like, I am an Aries. I like have like a weird pride <laughs> about something that's probably, I don't know. It's just like very obscure. I don't know. Yeah. But like. On the flip side of that, it really helps me to, like, not take other people personally, which is a huge thing in life. Mm -hmm. Like, not taking other people's stuff, not taking, you know, other people's stuff personally. And, like, that's what it has been. Like, my husband, you're, you said that you're a Virgo, right? I am a Virgo, yeah. Okay, that's great. Very grounding energy. <laughs> um, I'm Virgo moon. So I see you there, but um, okay. my husband is a Virgo and like Virgos oh. are traditionally like very, um, like, not like, um, critical, like <laughs> very quick to like criticize. And I don't yeah. know, I'm not saying that's how you are, but no, I can see that like, for sure. <laughs> but like when my husband does that, instead of being like, he's criticizing me because I'm the worst person ever. I'm like, oh, shut up, Virgo. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's great. And it's just, it's just like that on like many different levels. And it just like, whether it's real or not, like I don't really care and I don't like argue about it. I just think it's like a fun tool to like learn about myself or to like, you know, see other people through a different lens. And, like, with, with anything in astrology, you can have, like, sort of an unevolved, you know, group of character traits or whatever, and then, like, an evolved version of it. And it just, like, gives you a way to not take your own stuff personally either, really. I mean, like, um, like you know, if I've been, like, very combative in my life, like, I can be like, oh, of course, that's just because I'm an Aries. But then... I would want to like evolve that into, you know, choosing my battles and standing up for people, you know, standing up for people that need to be stood up for or something like that. And like use your like little, you know, your character stuff that comes along with whatever your sign is, whatever your chart is, and just begin to evolve that and use it for good, for your own development, for humanity, whatever. For sure. Yeah, no, that's great. That's awesome. Damn, you just laid it down right now. Um, my, 
so yeah my friend so my friend thea she she basically we went and got froyo like last week or we were just kicking it we were talking about this and she she's basically was telling me the same thing she's like yeah it's obscure who knows if it's real but she said she was saying like what it does for me is it gives me this you know this breakdown of parts of my personality or parts of my character or whatever and it allows me you know Oh, it gives me a way to look at myself and look at the things that I'm doing and the way I'm treating people and my relationships. And it's kind of like a little kickstart to, you know, get me to look at like, oh, have have I been behaving this way? Oh, okay, maybe I should, you know, if this is the reason for it or not, whatever, maybe I should, you know, try to do better. Maybe I should change this or like it's the perfect time for retrograde activities (laughs) to occur. Um, but yeah, basically I was just saying that's how my friend broke it down to me and it sounded very similar to what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It's such a good way to look at your, look at your own stuff. And it's so funny. Like whenever someone does it, whenever someone's like a denier, like whenever my husband's like, that stuff's not real. I'm like a Virgo would say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So my last question about it was like, why do you think people hate on it so much? I don't know probably because like it's like a very like as a whole like it's like a specific kind of person that gets very into it and like and some people like don't want to hear about themselves or like be like categorized in any way and I get that that's what you can't be pushy with it you know (laughs) like it should be like only talk astrology with people when they invite it for sure um but yeah, I think maybe it's just because it sounds so out there. But I'm like, you know, people, there's people that believe we're in a matrix. Like, how do you know that the matrix, the matrix doesn't, the algorithm doesn't assign our personalities based on the time and place that we were born? You yeah. know, like people who believe in that weird stuff should be the first ones in line for astrology. That's <laughs> for sure. Yeah, no, she was breaking, she was like, she was breaking down the birth chart thing to me and she was like, well, what time of day were you born? And I was like, I don't know. I think like early in the morning. And she's like, no, I need to know like exactly what time you were born. Uh, Oh my gosh. You should have got your birth time and then we could have done your chart live on air. Dang. Well, you know, we could bring it back for part two. Yeah. (laughs) Bring Thea in. Poor thing. You would have two Aries just overtaking you no she she wants to come on the show too so and i was kind of like have trying to think of a way so maybe we'll have to do part two and we can do we can break down birth charts that'd be really fun so fun so fun Um, okay before i let you go i want to ask you have you come to a conclusion about red receipts like about red receipts oh whether they are good boundaries or what okay so (laughs) It was such a hard debate because some people said that people who have read receipts on have good boundaries because they don't care if you see that you've read their message. And okay, I respect that. They're just like, you know, they know I've read it and I will get back to them when I can. And if they have a problem with that, then that's their problem. But wow. there's also people that are like, I don't want anyone to know my business and it's not their business to know if I've read their text message and that's my boundary. So in conclusion, <laughs> it's just... Uh, you have good boundaries, whether you have red receipts or not, and just decide what's most comfortable for you. And yeah, it was, it's so fun. That's one of the examples of why I love my account, because I can like hear all these different, you know, get feedback on all this different stuff and like change my opinions and see like how we should definitely hold our opinions very loosely. 
Yeah, no, it's great. As soon as I saw that, I was like, I got to reply to this because this like my same friend, Theo, we've had this. We now in our text conversation, we both have our red receipts on just because like (laughs) it's more of like as a joke, you know, but for (laughs) me, for me, it's like I think I'm so like I have such bad codependent tendencies and like I'm such a people pleaser and like Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, if somebody knows I read their message and I don't reply, they're going to hate me. You know, that's like abandon me. Yeah, that's that's more of what it is for me because I have like you know really like I have those tendencies and I have like I'm like such a helper and I'm such like a you know it's not not a helper it's codependency is what it really is like (laughs) if I'm being honest you know um and so yeah I kind of like to have that like it no it's it's actually now that I'm talking about it really unhealthy (laughs) because when you said that about the person who can just leave it on and be like I'll get back to you when I have the time to you know can you imagine I'm like oh my god I like admire that person so much yes oh it's so funny and like someone gave me talking about codependency someone gave me I was like I don't know how to say no to this person and someone's like you know you can always just say oh I'm not available for that right now (laughs) what I could just say that to somebody. Yeah. I'm not available for that right now. That does that doesn't I'm, help me at all. Like that's, that still oh sounds like God. no to me. Yes, it's a, like it's just whenever someone tells you that you can say no, I'm like false, fake news. <laughs> no, I agree with you. So I want to say like to anybody listening who's in recovery, um, I think like help. You know, therapy is like really awesome. I just want to say that like to help with deeper issues that the recovery program might not necessarily be able to tackle. Um, yeah. Therapy is, is been like life-saving for me. Um, also mental health stuff, um, like medication and just getting that addressed separately from substance abuse, um, has been life-changing for me in sobriety. Um, so just want to like throw that out there. Like I totally stand behind that. And I think that's very important. And I, I do like, I, I don't know. I don't really, again, like you said, everyone has their own jam and their own opinion, but I, maybe it's like I'm biased cause I work in treatment or whatever. And yeah. because I have like my own, like I take medication for mental health and like, I've been through all that in sobriety. And I just want to say like, you know, I, I think that's great for people to address those issues separately yeah. and don't feel bad about that. You know, like if, if you need to take something to help you or you need to see a therapist or you need to do EMDR or whatever, like, you know, that's, that's okay. You know, and that's, if it, if it, if it helps you live better and, and, or whatever, then I think that's a good thing. Totally. Totally. And no one besides the doctor should ever be telling you what to do with your medication. Yeah. That's a big thing. Yep. And all of a sudden people start thinking they're doctors. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know I'm not. Yeah. No, me too. But that's, yeah, that's a conversation for another time. Okay. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart so, so much for coming on the radio with me and talking about all this fun and cool stuff. Um, follow the page at um, As Bill Memes It if for some good recovery laughs and just good all-around stuff. Um, if you have any shout-outs you want to give or any final thoughts, um, go for it. Oh, no, I have no shout-outs or final thoughts, but I will say, you know, if anyone is – struggling with you know substance abuse or has any questions about recovery i check all my dms as often as possible so feel free to send me a message and i will do my best to connect you with something helpful 
Awesome. Um, yeah, this episode will be up streaming in the next few hours and I'll send you the link so you can send it out to your peeps. I hope you have a wonderful, um, night and I'm, I'm, I will, I don't want to say I'll make it happen. I am going to be persistent about getting a, you a Danny Trejo shout out or something. And I'm going to cautiously get my hopes up for that. <laughs> yeah, be cautious. <laughs> I, I put out the, I put it out there. I haven't gotten your return. So, but you never know what could happen. Um, just busy. Okay. It's all this, it's all the, the Boba Fett. I know that fool rolled up yeah. on Star Wars last night. I was like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> And now suddenly he's too famous. <laughs> I was like, he's just, oh my gosh. Okay, well, yes. Um, have a great night. Tell your son he has a wonderful taste in music. Um, he's going to be so thrilled. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs>